Hey, he's Jake, and I'm Matt. And welcome to Pat's Chat, the UK's best New England Patriots podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome to another episode of Pat Chat. It is myself, Matt, and I am joined not by a guest this time. It is the regular co-host of the show, Jake. How's it going, my man? Not bad, not bad. Still living my best tier four life, but um, yeah, had a had a Christmas as well, which was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope everyone had a had a great Christmas, and hope you had one too. Yeah, I had a good Christmas. It was just me, myself, obviously me, myself. I meant to say me, the wife, and the little one, just the three of us. Um, family did speak about coming, especially her dad was going to come over and stay and stuff. And then he just decided, because he's gone from a tier one area to tier four in the space of like 24 hours or whatever, um, because Scotland have decided that the whole mainland is in tier four straight away. None of this Oh, uh, you'll be in tier two for a week and then three and then four and you get the scousers on Twitter or whatever. It's like, oh, I've just gone from tier one to tier four in like four days. Um, <laughs> no, none of that. Nicholas Sturgeon just went, everyone tier four, end of, like stick to your local area, blah, blah, blah. So, but it was fine. It was exactly what I was looking for was um, that kind of Christmas. Uh just watching her this is the first year that like she's properly got Christmas you didn't like you could not open her presents for her she had to do it she had to get them all opened and so it was great like the wife said to me because I don't know who's having more fun how are you because um I obviously knew what I was well, the stuff we got her was like the Toy Story character so she got Buzz and Woody and uh Jesse and Bullseye, the horse, and yeah. Forky. Um, so yeah, I was playing Toy Story with her. She got some other toys. She got an ice cream thing. So we was playing pretend shops with ice cream and stuff, and ate slowly but surely, and drank all day. So it was it was great. Um, all the shops are shut essentially, apart from supermarkets. So the sales essentially were going around supermarkets looking for clothes. Um, for the little one, that was about it. Simple, yeah. Well, not simple, but you know what I mean. It sounds uh, good, clean, and wholesome, traditional yeah. almost. Dare yeah. I say, <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, wholesome. It was wholesome, was it, yeah. and was, was what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like traditional wholesome kind of like not hallmark movie-esque but yeah as best you can make it in this kind of times and as we're recording now it's Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve New Year's Eve I should say (laughs) and hopefully we'll put 2020 behind us and look forward to next year um we've not done a, a review pod of the Bills game but the pair of us didn't see much point in 
just waxing lyrical about um, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. I think the ESPN commentary team did that enough for us. <laughs> we don't have to rake up that, um, pull that plaster off that wound again, do we? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think um, I think we've done it more than enough at, at this point in time. I think the you know, we'd just be rehashing the same old thing over and over again, really. It's, you know, very much, much yeah. of a muchness. Your quarterback didn't have a great game. Uh, we couldn't stop the run again. Um, we, we let some weird tight end I've never seen in my life, was it Smith, um, score a touchdown and have a big chunk run at one point. Like, it was just a poor game in general. And we all know... Where the, at this point where the flaws are lying now. Um, the only thing I need to resolve in my head is what the heck I'm doing about Cam in the quarterback position because I, <laughs> I've gone and flip-flopped again. I was dead cert that, you know, even last week when I was speaking to Jeff on, um, for the episode last week of the Christmas one that um, I thought, you know, hang my hat on him and then he goes and has a performance like he, he did. And at this stage, it, I don't know if it, it, it to me, it kind of looks like his shoulder is the possibly the problem because it was his thrown arm that he had his operation on. And there was a couple of throws in that game that he there, he just, it was like he had no strength in his arm. Yeah. But the best he could do was throw it at, the I think it was Harry's or uh, Meyer's knees, essentially, and it was a low throw, and there was no way they were catching it. So it was, um, yeah, I'm kind of flip flopping, flip flopping back and forth with that one. Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't think the receivers covered themselves in much glory in that game, anyway. Um, you know, it was quite a few times where you know Cam actually makes the throw puts it exactly where it needs to be and oh butterfingers it's on the floor and I think that I think that must be so frustrating for Cam you know with the pressure that he's under and and by no no means am I apologizing for Cam I'm just saying you know I can't imagine just how frustrating it must be with the pressure that is on you at the quarterback position the pressure is on you you know air quotes filling the you know shoes of 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 Tom Brady etc and then you know when you do actually do everything that you can do right your receivers let you down Mm. and you know ultimately people they won't necessarily put pressure on the receivers or you know they, they don't get the same amount of of you know talking points and discussion about it it's the stat that goes against um, the quarterback, yeah, yeah the drop catch, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the thing, that's the first thing everyone looks at, yeah, it's 16 or 22 instead of 17 or 22 or whatever it might be because they've gone and dropped the ball. And it's one of those things like interceptions that really annoys me if it's in the fingers of the receiver and they've mm-hmm. like batted it up in the air trying to catch it, and all of a sudden the cornerback's caught the ball and it goes down as, as an interception. Well, how has that fallen on the quarterback? on their stat line that it's an interception under them and some of the there's as a few things but generally with stats some some I take with a pinch of salt I mean I saw a, a conversation on Facebook this week about MVP and um I think Brady's 
had like two or something or something ridiculous. You know, he's had very few for the amount of winning seasons that he's had with Super Bowls, etc. Um, that I'm just like, well, it's a lot of horse crap anyway, because you know, Brady was a very good clock management person and you know, who who cares if he's only thrown for three thousand yards in a season if you know the clock has the game is dictated that they run the ball more and run down the clock. Like, it's not it's not the quarterback that that's what's happened. Um so yeah, like it, it, it is annoying and the um, the the thing with Cam as well, I didn't realise until us, I think it was came up on the screen or it was mentioned in commentary on Monday night was he's not seen his kids in three months because mm-hmm. he's they stay elsewhere and he's putting in that much effort and hard work into the New England thing. And I mean, you can't fault the guy for sheer effort, hard work, leadership, everything, all of the above. You know, you can't fault him whatsoever. It's just not panned out properly and I dare say that they they probably do move on from him at this stage and we might even see Stidham come in at the weekend for the last game to see what he's got yeah it's a it's a hard one I mean because we're just not in the building we're going entirely off of things that have been said and you know performance um I think they give Cam a short-term contract that's my gut feeling still not and, and it, again it's it's not coming from a oh i really want cam to do well etc cetera, etc cetera. I, I want the team to do well end of story but it just seems to me the way bill is kind of at least talking about him still it, i don't know it, it just sounds yeah no i think you're right i think whether us as analysts, fans, whatever you want to call us, podcasters, etc. Um, other people in the media, social media, um, personalities, whoever it might be. Um, I think you're right. I think whether he is the one that comes in permanently next year is very debatable, but almost certainly I would think you're right that he gets, he's in that building come OTAs and mini camp and stuff, and he is part of that culture. For even if they end up, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad thing that he ends up being the the, the backup quarterback. It's not something he would he would look forward to. I wouldn't have imagined he sees himself as a number one, and that's up to him if he wants to do that and he wants to move on and be somewhere. But I mean, if we were to get him in even to compete with the likes of Stidham or someone else that's drafted and share his knowledge. But ultimately, they might say, for example, they took in Stafford on a free agency um, deal or Prescott and threw money at him or, or whoever it might be. You know, Take your pick of the ones that are being mentioned at the moment and that are coming up in free agency in the off-season. To have, say, Stafford, Newton and... Trask or whoever it might be that they pick up in the draft and Stidham's ended up moved on for a third round pick or something. It's not a bad quarter room to be in, a quarterback room to be in with that. Uh, I can totally see that being the case, that they keep him in to compete. I don't think he ends up winning out. I think they've got a, they'll probably have a plan and an idea of who whoever's in that quarterback room as to what they want to do and where they want to go with it and they probably don't want to give it to, to, to Newton possibly, but I 
can easily see him getting one of those like vet deals and you get and possibly even ends up getting cut come final cut downs um, before the season starts. Yeah. Or, you know, to your, to your point, you know, maybe it's a point of, you know, this hypothetically we sign him to a two year deal, keep him in the building for one year and then beat him, trade him, whatever the following year. And he's been in the room to help either, uh, you know, back someone up, be a teacher to an extent or whatever it is. I mean, I, 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 I still think there's a, a purpose to him within the, um, it sounds like we're talking about an object and not a human being, but you know, I still think there's a, there's reason to keep him around for sure. And my, my, my thing would just be build the, build the team because there's so many holes in it that I don't think, you know, we, we could get Brady back. We could get, um, you name a starting quarterback and put them in that position. And I don't think they're going to succeed. The team is just not there. And, you know, as we've said so many times, it really does boil down to well, who are the personnel and how do we set them up to, to succeed? And right now it's, it's quite hard to, to sort of see, you know, oh, okay. That, that, that guy is, you know, uh, a leading candidate or would be starting for another team, et cetera, et cetera. It's still a bit gloomy in that respect. So what you're saying is he's totally trading back on day one as per expected, pick up draft picks. Um, They'll see a quarterback that they fancy that they can get in the third round or whatever. And in the meantime, they'll get um, like what another couple of firsts or a first and a couple of seconds for their their pick, trade back the way and pick up receivers and go from there. I, uh, I wouldn't even say we trade receivers. What's going to happen? What my this is this is completely conjecture from my part. I have no idea. I'm not a fly on the wall. Um, I don't know, but I think that happens. I think we give the 49ers some capital to bring Garoppolo back. Uh, we keep Cam Newton. We have a pretty interesting quarterback room. We have a really, really, uh, we, you know, we spend the off season talking about training camp and, you know, oh, who's going to start the first game in preseason, blah, blah, blah. Garoppolo takes a starting job, stumbles forward a little bit. Cam Newton comes back in and then we're back to square one. That's That's my guess. Oh, and when we trade back, we then actually trade for like a safety or something. We won't trade anyone. <laughs> we won't. We will not draft anyone on the offense. <laughs> well, well, we'll wait and see. We've got this re- recorded now, so we can play it back <laughs> at some point and see if you're. This right is how I feel on the thirty first of December, twenty twenty. Yeah, this is in my mind is is absolutely happening that way. Mm-hmm. So, well, if we've kind of looked at the the Bills game as much as we feel we should um we've kind of looked ahead again as we always tend to do um with the whole quarterback situation and what's going on in general with receivers and things that leads us into the Jets game at the weekend um it's a a new year but it's still the end of the the current regular season surely we'll win this to put some sort of Pride on the end of the season, you know. It's we've we've already got a losing season. Um, 
I was going to say it can't get much worse, but it can because we can lose to the Jets. Um, last one we finished with a losing season was in 2000. We had a 5-11, finishing last in the AFC East and missing out in the playoffs for the second straight season. Um, yeah, can it get much worse by... Uh, do you envisage us losing to the Jets on Sunday? Um... Oh, how do I politically correctly say this? Uh, I, I would not be surprised. And that wouldn't necessarily be because the Patriots just, you know, stunk it up that badly. I could just see the Jets, I don't know, just pulling out some anomaly type um, result against us or something. You know, they, it, it's, you know, the, the classic thing of, you know, we refer to it a lot, but that Man United element. Um, you know, when you go and play like a, a smaller team in, in the, you know, if you're a Premier League club and you go and you play, um, I know the Accrington Stanleys, Accrington Town, I, I don't know, you're playing these really small, you know, teams that have been around for, you know, hundreds of years, but have, you know, never progressed up through the, through the ranks and they suddenly switch it on. I remember Manchester United came and played uh, South End United years ago probably 10, 12 years ago. And it was supposed to be like an absolute, you know, given that we were going to go and beat the stuffing out of South End. And I think we'd won the league or is that Fergie's birthday the day before? And we got pasted by South End and that was a complete anomaly. And, you know, we don't have divisions in terms of hierarchical, you know, um, how it's been in, in soccer football over here in, in, you know, Europe and England. Um, but the Jets are, would definitely be a division two team if there was such a thing. And I, I just see them pulling something out that throws the Patriots. And I don't know, they'll have some random running back off the street, just appear and just have an absolute day. Jonas Gray is going to reappear from the ether <laughs> and have an absolute stormer for the Jets. I don't know. I'm joking, but I, I just, I think we'll beat them. I'm just going to say, I would not be remotely surprised if it's, you know, a very, very tight game and they somehow win. Yeah. Well, I think it's Gore's out with concussion. I think it is. Um, I'm not sure. Michael Perrine if he's what kind of state he's in so I think it might end up being Ty Johnson but even then we've had teams run on us all year so yeah it wouldn't surprise yeah. me but it's the Jets so uh, anyone like I would take the, the losses all year but not against the Jets no way no chance no no how um, but yeah, crazier it's, things have happened. It's 2020, year. exactly. That's why I'm like, uh, the, the <laughs> Bill, it's 2020. The Bills have won the AFC East. I really just wouldn't put it past the Jets to suddenly turn it on at the last second and almost to prove it to themselves that, like, they, mm. they I think are they're professional footballers. I think they are locked in in the number two seed. So right. even if they win, like, they, they can't get out of the number two seed. So, they will go hell for leather this weekend um, yeah. for player pride, whatever. I mean, you can do what you want. Players don't tank. I don't care what anyone says. Players don't tank. You can shoehorn things in such a way, whether you're the GM or you're the owner, you're, you're the coach, you've all sat down and 
decided, right, this is going to be a crap year. We might as well, you know, try and get Trevor Lawrence or whatever. But then the players decided otherwise and um, they've knocked themselves out of it and they've... I wouldn't surprise... Yeah, exactly. They've spurs spurs themselves out of the first place. Um, It wouldn't... Sorry, Jamie, if you're listening, but it's true. Um, (laughs) Uh, the you know it's they can't get out of that two seed so the and players don't want to lose so I I think it'll be a competitive game I even seen I think it was on the the UK Patriots Facebook um thing that somebody was like oh who's going to be watching the game on Sunday I think I might go and watch Songs of Praise or something I was like what like no you watch you watch your team regardless like I'm sorry but you watch yeah. your team regardless whether you know you if you're the lions you're, you're a fan you still tune in every week to watch the lions even though you know they're dog crap and they're not going to be very good although they've got the personnel that should be better but you know if you're the bengals if you're whoever you tune in watch your team every week just because we've had a crap year and we've been used to so much success in previous years gone past you you don't just tune out now like no, no, you can't be a fair weather fan. Like, don't be there. You know, if if suddenly we're in it in a Super Bowl next year, unlikely but hypothetically, you can't then re-emerge and be like, "Who's watching the game on on Sunday night? It's going to be amazing!" Like, get out of it. Like, no, that, that's no playing one likes up, a fair weather. No, no, that's playing up to exactly what people put Patriots fans down as as well. Um, the whole bandwagon aspect and all the rest of it. Like, no, you just. No, you watch the game and you want your team to win. I mean, I've been, I, the other thing I saw this week was people want us to lose because if X, Y, and Z happens, we could end up with a 10th overall pick. No. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, you just take the pick that comes to you and if need be, if so be it that you need to trade up if that's what's required because you want to get Mitch Trubisky and have a crap quarterback, then, you know, that's what you do. But you you play to win and the chips fall and the draft picks fall where they are and that's it like you can't guarantee that a you know a, a higher draft pick means that that player is going to turn into the next Lawrence Taylor or uh, you uh, get the next Brady Ryan Leaf instead like yeah you know you you need to the, the one thing that you can control in that moment is the game that you are playing and you just don't know what. Obviously, if if your season is over, then it's over. But you know, you you, you fight tooth and tooth and nail yeah. you know, to the last the last whistle. Uh, you're right, what you say, because I was watching. I think it was the tail end of last week. It might have been Boxing Day, actually. I was watching um, GMFB on the network, and Peter Schrager had a little section of about draft picks and stranger things have happened because of what the Jets are doing. Obviously, they went on to beat the the Browns last week. And um, I can't remember what... It was the same year... I think Anki's thing said that it was the same year Philip Rivers was taken in the draft that if things had gone differently from the previous season and the picks had fallen differently, Rivers could have ended up at the Jets. But he ended up at the... Um, Chargers and the Jets got some like right tackle or whatever it was and the guy played five games in the NFL 
and was gone. And that was like the fifth overall pick. But Rivers is, what's that, 15 years or whatever it is he's been in the league now mm. later. Like, you, you just don't know. You can't bank on, because you've got the fourth pick, you're getting the fourth best guy in the draft. And it's, I mean, look at Johnny Manziel. See you later. Look at Dwayne Haskins. Look, that was just a way to say that was the next name that was coming <laughs> out of my mouth. I mean, you end up in strip clubs with no mask on and then you're out of the league. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny that you've brought this up because... Uh, Ryan Leaf is probably the most notorious one out of, you know, all of them. He was the the quarterback that was touted to be better than, um, oh my God, my brain has completely gone blank. The Peyton Manning, what happened there? Um, <laughs> brain fart. Um, so yeah, you know, he, he was, wasn't he taken... I think he was taken second, but yeah. he was like in college, everyone was like, oh, he's better than Peyton. He's better than Peyton. And then he was, well, crap. Um, I think he, I think he went, he went first he... overall. If I remember. Yeah. I, I'm not, I can't remember. I think but... Miami took him first overall and um, the Colts got um, Manning second. Although, and it should have been the other way around, I think. I need to check up. Somebody fact check it for us. But yeah, no, carry on your story. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I've just pulled it up. Round one, pick two. Ah, he was second, yeah. So I think Peyton must have gone first. There's no way he went third. Yeah, mm. Peyton, Peyton to the Colts, Ryan Leaf to the San Diego Chargers. Chargers um, he went to, that's what it was. Yeah, so I mean, you, you can end up in a situation where you, you think that you're going to be getting the the best thing or since sliced bread and, and it, it turns out otherwise. But uh, while we're talking about Ryan Leaf, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, quickly tell you a story about Ryan Leaf. Um, there uh, in Essex Blades, uh, the, the university football team that I played for in, in team folklore, um, if you will, uh, there is one of our former players who was an absolute tank of a running back. Um, his nickname was Ryan Leaf. <laughs> or just leave and he got this nickname because they put him in a quarterback and he was terrible and someone said that you're like Ryan Leaf you're, you're really bad and the nickname stuck and then he went to a running back and um, had a had a fantastic career um, for his birthday recently the uh, the club got together or you know his friends and uh, got Ryan Leaf the actual Ryan Leaf to record a video wishing him happy birthday uh, they did a cameo or something for him. Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they were like, they were like, his name's Ryan. And uh, yeah, Ryan Leaf did a did a little video for him. Um, so yeah, don't don't call your your child Ryan Leaf by any means. It's not a <laughs> it's not a compliment. Uh, no, oh, that's brilliant. Um, it's I, I was going to mention it um, before when you said it's actually Sir Alex Ferguson's birthday today. Yeah, happy birthday um, to the big man. Yeah. So um, I'm just having a look now. I don't. I think you can. Belichick get... or Ferguson? Because um, I, I actually would take Ferguson if I'm honest. Ninety-three pounds and seventy-five pence Ooh. to to get a Ryan Leaf cameo. <laughs> they must have got it at a discount or something. <laughs> There's ones. Um, some of the Patriots you can get like. And Fernie Jennings is like 30 quid or something like that. Um, I could look Might it up, but I'm this. not going to. But yeah, have a look. There's a couple. Um, 
there some of the other ones are I think Gilmore is about 120 quid or something if you want to get oh, one from Sir him. is cheap. Four hundred twelve pound fifty. Yeah, some of them are mental prices, um, but then you get some. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, but there's a few. If anyone wants to do a cameo for a fan of a patriot, um, you get some of the the other players. Um, by... Rex Burkett. Yeah, is he not like thirty five quid or something? Well, as well? he's got nothing but time at the moment. <laughs> He's really cheap, isn't he? If I remember, yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, Bledsoe is about 150 or something. If I remember, Glenn Gronkowski. He's, yeah. he's, in, he's, he's not just that Glenn Gronkowski is in the New England Patriots section; it's that he's featured. He's the featured person in there. Yeah, he's. Um, what was he not on the practice squad for like a day or something like that? Something like that, yeah. So yeah, you can get cameos done, folks. It's uh, cost you a few quid, but it can be done. Um, so yeah, I, I to, to, going back to the the jets that we started off with a, a, about a million years ago. It wouldn't surprise me if we've if we've lost somehow, but I hope we just go out and just you know end the season on a high, get like a what twenty eight ten win something like that. Uh, yeah. Tw- 28-17 even you know get a good 10 8 point plus win would be good to end the season on and then go into the off season and when we come back next week we can just sit and speak about the playoffs and things so that I think we should I think we should do that we should for next week's pod because I think we'll go down to one a week now since we're not previewing and reviewing games after the week we should um, do our because I think the NFL UK site's doing like a a bracket thing and we should map the, the playoffs or something for a bit of fun yeah. and see see what we come up with from that and if there's any news we can bring you and talk about in the in the meantime as well whether it is that Cam's released and he doesn't come back anymore or Josh McDaniels is off to pastures new somewhere and we get a new offensive coordinator in whatever the news might be we'll, we'll bring it to you um, this off season last off season I just went into a bit of a slump and it was a bit crap and um, but now we've rebranded, we've gotten bigger, better, whatever you want to call it. I've, I've got more vigor for the podcasting world, shall we say. So we'll we'll bring a, a podcast at least once a week, I think. Um, and we'll keep it going through the off season and then ramp it back up as the season comes to. We might do a couple over extra ones over draft season or whatever, but it seems... Seems like we'll do some sort of at least once a week, won't we? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it makes it makes sense. I mean, I think obviously in a in a normal Patriot year, the podcast would be carrying on as as normal all the way to February. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, is is a not not happening this year. So, yeah, I think it is it, a good way to kind of keep in touching base keep talking about patriots um and yeah hopefully 2021 is a is a bit of a a bit less gloomy uh, in, yeah. in numerous ways we could all get vaccinated and get back to normal eventually um exactly. hopefully in time for full stadiums in in the fall yes exactly and um yeah we'll just have to we'll just have to hope that it's an upward swing now yeah, well, I think uh, that'll wrap up 
this episode, the final episode of 2020, the shambles of a year that has been for a lot of people. I hope you have stayed safe on the most part. You know, wash your hands, mask up, all that good stuff. Um, if you're listening in the UK, pretty much about 90% of the UK must be in a variation of tier four restrictions by now. If you're listening further afield, um, you know, stay safe in the way that your country are advising you to, however that may be. Um, but thank you for this year. Thank you for this the season um, as it almost comes to, well, the regular season almost comes to an end for tuning in, listening to us to every week. If there's any any guests um, that you think we should get on, feel free to at us. Um, Twitter is at Pat's Chat UK, at us on there, or you'll catch myself at Matt Inkster or Jake at Jake Paul Design. Um, yeah. Um, any closing final words from you for the for the year before we sign off, Jake? Go Patriots. Well, there you go. Short and sweet. So if you want to um, rate, review and subscribe as usual, do all that good stuff. Send us a five-star review. Um, we'll be talking off air of things we can do in the meantime during the playoffs and beyond because sadly we're not involved this year um but have a great new year folks it's hopefully you it's quite a, a about seven all under seven hours removed from midnight as we record this in the uk so you might get i'm going to get this edited and out as quick as possible so you might get to listen to this beforehand but if not, hope you've had a great New Year's Eve. You've stayed safe. Stay in your home, as the government have said, because you know you don't want to be spreading this new strain around. And all the best. Uh, good wishes from myself and Jake. And we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year, folks. See you later. And happy New Year.